0: I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist, with your daily relationship nugget. In 2002, the government of the Bahamas passed the seatbelt law. It was not put into action then because of a public outcry, but soon it was. Now, isn't that interesting? A law that will actually save lives was criticized by the very citizens whose lives it would save. Experts will tell us that seatbelts are your first line of defense against injuries or death. Seatbelts prevent a passenger uh, from being thrown out of the car and crushed by it. Since the law has been in force, I'm excited to see that most of the drivers have their seatbelts on. It is so refreshing to see how so many of us are so obedient to the law of the land. I wonder whether it is only because we are forced to do so or we believe that seatbelts really work. They are important decisions we also have to make to prevent our lives from being crushed by the unexpected accidents of life. Some of these decisions are about our marriage. I wonder if we were told to do something to save our marriages, would we also refuse to do it? Unfortunately, the answer is yes. There are those who refuse to obey the seatbelt law because they argue that the fines are too high or, or, or that they have no seatbelts in the cars and it is too expensive to purchase them. Similarly, many married people refuse to strap up on their marital seatbelts of commitment and romance that will most likely prevent them from being thrown out of the marriage when they're hitting against the wall of disagreements. During a lifetime, how many times would a driver or passenger use a seatbelt or click the seatbelt lock to insert or unlock the seatbelt? I calculated some figures that are startling. Assuming that the average length of driving is 25 years, a driver with children who has the regular nursery pickups and food store and family trips would click the seat belt at least 10 times a day. That would mean that the driver would voluntarily click his or her seat belt about 70 times a week, 300 times a month, and 2,555 times a year. After 25 years of driving, would click the seat belt 63,875 times. A delivery driver... Those big truck guys who and girls who goes in and out of vehicles several times a day would click the seatbelt lock more than one hundred thousand times in twenty-five years? What's the point? You may be asking. Well, if we voluntarily buckle up our seatbelts because the law requires it and because it saves lives, how many times a day, a year, a lifetime, have we buckled up our marriages with the seatbelt of love? And romance. Just as every time we drive a car we must buckle up, so it is with marriage. An important major difference though between driving and marriage is that we secure our seat belts only when we drive in the motor vehicle. However, we are always married 24 hours a day. There are certain things they need to do each moment of the day. Certain times of the day, certain times of the week, month, to make sure that the accidents of marriage will not throw them against the wall of discord, separation, or divorce. The seatbelts of marriage have two elements. The first element is right attitude. This is quality of heart that truly impacts the moment-by-moment relationship in marriage. This is the emotional, intellectual, and spiritual development and the spirit of determination to do whatever it takes to keep the seatbelts belts on. The second element is right behavior. This is actually doing what it takes to keep the marriage healthy and sweet. It is doing what it takes every day, week, month, and year of the marriage. If the first element of right attitude is present, the second element of right behavior will most likely follow. Here are the seat belts of right attitude in marriage. The first seat belt of right attitude is total commitment. Total commitment has three components. A commitment to, a, to the marriage itself, that's one. Two, commitment to keeping the marriage happy. And three, a commitment to each other in marriage. Many individuals are only committed to the marriage itself, but not committed to doing what it takes to make a happy marriage. These kinds of marriages, they fall apart very easily. The second seatbelt of right attitude is having a non-judgmental attitude. The latest research suggests that the number one predictor of marital happiness is having a non-judgmental attitude. When issues occur and are resolved, leave them behind and do not accuse your spouse of them again. Also, do not interpret currently perceived negative behavior through the eyes of past experiences. That's being judgmental. The third seatbelt of right attitude in marriage is humility. Humility facilitates a willingness to change and adjust when it is needed for growth and harmony. It makes it easy to say, I am sorry, and to forgive one another. Without these three seatbelts of right attitude in marriage, it will be difficult to move on to right behavior. Or... If there is right behavior, it will be perceived as cold, conditional, and forced. Buckle up with your seatbelts. I am Barrington Brennan. This has been your Relationship Nugget, and I'm keeping a smile on your heart.